Welcome fellow Sassies to our podcast, Sassy Talk. I'm Jenny Blue and I'm the co-founder of Sassy and Self-Employed. Kat Haig is my partner in crime and we are both committed and passionate about inspiring and supporting all you creative entrepreneurs out there to establish a viable and successful lifestyle business using your incredible creative talents. In this series of podcasts, I will be chatting to other creative individuals and entrepreneurs about their business experiences and the lessons they've learned along the way. They will share their practical business lessons as well as their creative process and how they balance the two. It can be challenging to balance your creative flair with business acumen without diluting or compromising the other. Learning by the experiences of others hopefully will provide you with some awareness on how to navigate these tricky waters so that you can arrive at your destination with a thriving creative lifestyle business and avoid some of the rocks and big waves along the way. What exactly is a lifestyle business, you may ask? A lifestyle business is one where you work smarter and not harder and still manage to bring in good revenue. In terms of a creative lifestyle business, it's about taking your ingenuity, your creative talents, finding that niche, your ideal clients or customers to build a successful business that suits your lifestyle that is viable, creating a steady revenue stream. Kat and I are all about giving you the tools and guidance to set you on the right path to success. One of the biggest lessons I have learned along the way is that no one promotes you better than you do. We creatives are notorious for underselling ourselves. We often underplay our abilities and our work. More than 20 years. Along the way, we've picked up a trick or two about building a creative business and believe we can offer some real value and insight that will be enormously beneficial to you. We know the pitfalls. Let me tell you, we have fallen into them more than once and we have tried numerous tools and technologies along the way. We are about sharing these valuable lessons so that you don't make the same mistakes and learn from our experience so that you can see and feel a real difference much sooner. Just so you can get to know us a little bit more, I will be interviewing Kat in an upcoming podcast, so stay tuned for that. I know she won't be able to contain herself with sharing her knowledge as it just overflows from her. She is a genius technical marketer with a real affinity and passion for helping creatives grow and thrive in their business. Her knowledge is impressive and I know in her interview alone you will get some real valuable takeaways. I can only assume that you have opted to listen to this podcast as something about the topic resonated with you. Maybe you are dissatisfied in your current job role. It's a role where it's about the money and not your passion. Or maybe you've pursued this as a career pathway for security. Or maybe you have a family and as creative as having your gorgeous children and raising your family is, there is another creative spark inside you wanting to ignite some idea or talent you want to turn into a viable income stream. Perhaps you've been exploring this already. You may not be any of these people I have just described, yet the common thread between you is that you want to design a creative business that brings in good revenue and you need a little guidance, some tools and some support. At this point in proceedings, it may be worthwhile for me to share my backstory. I share my little narrative with you only to show that everyone has hurdles and obstacles and learning around being a creative entrepreneur. And my passion to help you is founded in my own challenges that I have personally experienced. I originally studied fashion design with some exceptionally talented people in my year that have gone on to achieve amazing success. 
I was in the same year as Genevieve Smart, co-founder of Ginger and Smart Fashion Label, Jonathan Yeomans, creative director of City Chic, John Easton, director of Hudson and Associates Fashion Marketing in London, and Cathy Savage, a well-known makeup artist. If you ask any of them, they will share that they have had shining moments in their career, but a lot of challenges along the way. Unlike these talented individuals, I started a family within a short time after graduating from fashion design. Albeit unplanned, I now have two amazing creative children now pursuing their own artistic freelance careers and I couldn't be prouder. Being a young mum at the time though, with a creative soul, meant that I was keen to do something that just wasn't about changing nappies or cooking family dinners. Just for context, this was in the mid-90s, so computers and graphics were not mandatory in any design course. Things were old school and done by hand. I mean, we still used filming cameras at that time. So to feed my creative soul, I started to paint ceramics. It was a hobby initially. started making customised plates for children to order with their names and birth dates on them. I did a little advertising in print media in a children's magazine to generate interest. I hand-painted other ceramic pieces and sold them in a local homewares shop. It was a small turnover, admittedly, a modest income, actually, but I loved what I was doing. It fed my creative soul. It was very hard to scale, though, and print media to promote yourself was very expensive. I later decided to send my portfolio of hand-painted artwork to a homewares company, Liddy Homewares. Liddy Homewares was part of Housewares International that owned Breville. I was called into an interview with an amazing businesswoman, who I still know today, Alex Liddy, and my freelance career was born. Alex commissioned me to design dinnerware that was pitched to all major Australian retailers at that time as part of their private label offering. These retailers included Target, Myers, Kmart, Big W, David Jones and even Aldi. All the designs were done by hand. There was no computer graphics. It was very fashion-orientated and based on trend reports that I was provided as a guide. My designs ended up in junk mail, mass-produced and mass-marketed out of China. I would stay up until 3am painting quite often to meet deadlines. Later, Alex wanted to increase efficiency and decrease costs with a shift towards all design work to be completed on the computer. I had a decision to make. I either learned computer graphics or lose my client. This ended up being one of the biggest lessons in freelancing that I learned, to always stay relevant to your client. I went and bought a big, huge computer, very ugly, nothing sexy about this PC, let me tell you, and I also purchased Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop 8. Yes, well and truly, before Creative Suite. I paid a dear friend of mine, Adriana Alvarez, for five hours of her time to give me some training, and off I went. All my graphic design knowledge is from nothing but absolute trial and error. I managed to retain my client and continue to design dinnerware until the fashion trend for dinnerware went white. Decorative design was dead. I had to reinvent myself once more. So I went back to my roots and with my newfound graphic skills, I got work as a textile designer. Along the way, I had also secured some licensing deals with Australian Fine China, Ashdeen, sold decorative designs to Finmark and other homewares and gift companies in Australia. 
For those of you out there interested in art licensing, I had thought I could really build my licensing career with an art licensing agent. There are very few here in Australia as our market is so small. But I managed to negotiate a deal with an agent. But I soon learned that having an agent was not as helpful to my career as I had hoped. I had previously secured all my own licensing deals. I approached these agents thinking I could build on these deals with their connections and relationships, but they failed to achieve any further deals for me in the two years that I was represented by them. This was a massive lesson for me as a creative. I realised that no one is going to promote you as well as yourself. They just don't have the same vested interest and passion for your work as you do. At the time, the tools and platforms that are available today to promote yourself were non-existent. Promoting yourself needed significant financial investment and that made it so difficult to grow unless you had serious amounts of cash behind you. The creative business landscape is very different these days. Today, as a creative entrepreneur, there are so many tools and platforms to help you promote yourself without breaking the bank. Most are easy to use and can be used to achieve high returns. Having said that, it can be very overwhelming to know which ones to use, how to use them together and how to get the most out of them without costing a bomb. This is where the sassy ladies, namely Kat and I, can help you to DIY your own brand build and promotion based on your niche, target audience and budget, offering lots of support and encouragement along the way. It's one thing to have creative talent but there are so many puzzle pieces to building a viable business and building a brand that it can be a little like falling down the rabbit hole into a wonderland of business confusion. It is a bit like having the picture on the outside of a jigsaw puzzle box to guide you. You have the vision of what you want to create. You know what you want it to look like and be like, but you need to have a bit of a guide as to where to start to put all the pieces together. It's beneficial to have a step-by-step guide to build all the pieces of your business puzzle to complete your vision. This is where Sassy and Self-Employed comes into play. We would love nothing more than to help you start your puzzle and fit the puzzle pieces together with you. Kat and I believe that there are four key areas and skills that you need to develop to lay a strong foundation for your brand. Finding your unique point of difference, especially concerning your competitors, is a great place to start. It's essential to be clear about what you are offering and that what you are offering is of real value to your target audience. A vital aspect of building a polished brand is consistency. People buy from those they know, like and trust. An integral part of that is to appear consistent to your target audience. Featuring your portfolio, case studies and testimonials is a great way to achieve this. It allows your target audience to get to know you, see if they like you, then trust you. When they trust, they will engage and then buy. You have something great to offer that is different and unique. But just because you have something people want doesn't mean that they can find you. Having a strong presence on the platforms that your ideal customers are on is essential for your success and yes, this can include online and offline locations too. Unfortunately, most people won't buy from you the first time as much as we want them to. This goes back to the know, like and trust scenario I talked about earlier. To really grow your business while minimising your workload, it's crucial to have a clear path for clients to follow from finding out about you to trialling you 
to see if that you fit their needs and have what they want, all the way through to being your highest value customer. You should always have a clear and logical next step that makes it easy for them to take this. These four steps have several puzzle pieces to help you achieve the optimum outcome for each one and your sassy lady friends here would love to help you. We have resources and bundles, the Growth Academy program and private coaching available to kick you along, depending where you are on your business journey. Not only that, we welcome you into our community of like-minded, talented individuals trying to achieve similar success to you. If you see your creative business as your baby, your little child, something that needs lots of love and attention, as they say, it takes a village to raise a child. So being part of a creative community will undoubtedly help you to raise your baby. So that brings us to the end of our first podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. We're so excited to have you as part of our sassy and self-employed community. Please share any topics of interest that you feel would be valuable to you. Kat and I are only too keen to assist. Please contact us on our Facebook community page to provide us with feedback about the areas of interest that you feel will be most valuable to you right now. Our podcast will be uploaded weekly, so I look forward to chatting to you soon. Stay sassy and thanks again for listening.